Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. You know, I'm so glad that we left behind that last episode. Why are you so glad we left it behind? Because I'm tired of talking about the lunatic left. And I'm talking the far left. I'm tired of talking about those crazies. Okay. But I thought if you talk about the left, at some point you got to talk about the right. Yeah, we're equal opportunity haters. So, you know... The thing that I see is that every single crazy person on the far left, Mm -hmm. you know how we've talked before about boundaries Uh and how like there's an overlap and that's your common ground, right? Right. It makes sense, right? You're, you know, your box, my box, if they overlap, maybe they touch and they still have a common ground. Right. (laughs) What were we saying before I had to chase the cat away? I like completely blanked after chasing the cataway. Oh, yes. And the boundaries and how they overlap. But these crazy people on the left, I have no, I don't even have anything in common. I can't understand their thinking. Like a guy seriously tells me on the left, and I'm going to get to why this relates to the guy on the right. They so tells me on the left that he'd be okay with spending $1 trillion a day. Month. A month. One trillion dollars a month in order to um, close down the entire United States and pay everybody's expenses. Yeah. And That's wacky. It's, I just don't grasp that. But then I have this conversation on the guy in the right. It's like complaining about, well, you know, if you, you know, it's the typical farther right kind of response to things. You know, if you don't want to pay taxes then you don't want to participate in society so you might as well go out on your own and i'm like that's a silly comment like what did we do before income taxes that Uh were in 1917 what did we do before that so what did we do excise taxes you lo and behold use taxes the oldest road in our country was built in like 1650 where the hell is that that was what the road built in 1650 um somewhere in in, in the east i want to go on that road but can you imagine Bet like you it's bumpy. like but yet we're told oh we have to have income tax and by the by the people on the right because, because we have to have income taxes we have to pay for these things were money. the roads really shitty like pre Income taxes? No. Or they were appropriate for the wagons that rode on them? Yeah. Because there was no cars then. 
Right, it was wagons. Yeah, they were appropriate. They were fine. And that and that's the point. So I say to the guy, so what did we do before then? And I'm waiting. What I want him to say is, well, we used excise taxes and we used tolls. Uh-huh. That's what we did. Uh-huh. But he doesn't say that. Instead, he says, well, huh, duh, Google's your friend, <laughs> and gives me, you know, the different types of taxes in the history of the United States. Mm-hmm. So I go, well, thanks for proving my point. Like, before income taxes, we paid with excise taxes and use taxes. And in some cases, when they first taxed, it was X percent of your value of all your property. Mm-hmm. And that included your wife, children, yourself. Yeah. Everything was valued. I know. That was back when you purchased your wife. I it was understand. crazy. It's it insane to me. But that was one way to tax. So there's always been taxes of some sort. And I know, you know, my libertarian friends are going to shoot me in the head. But I believe that there probably is going to need. You, you, you can. I, I was thinking about it the other day. We talked about how. We were having a conversation about how the right. Um, the right um, not side, but the right company could come along like amazon let's just use them or ups you mean the correct and be like the correct company yes so ups or amazon could come along and be like you know yo i use the roads over here a lot in orange county so i'm going to start paying to do the roads but i'm going to make a deal that i pay for the roads but then i get to set up tolls and i get to collect the money for it and so naturally i'm going to charge enough that over a certain period of time, I will have calculated that I'll make a profit and I will just negotiate that that toll should be there for a certain period of time. And then I leave it alone. And I switch into maintenance mode. Oh, my God, you can't do that. Oh, my God. Why not? Do you know the entire East Coast is toll roads? You yeah. can't go anywhere on the East yeah, Coast like, without well, paying. I tolls. mean, and, and if you think about it, that's just a private party's version of a government tax. All right. But it's going to come from a private party, so it's not really a tax. When I used so, to work at H&R, the trucks would drive from Alberta to Ontario, and then they'd go down. And they would do, like, Detroit, and then they'd hit, like, five of those little tiny states that I don't know which is which. Yeah. And they would have, like, $900 in tolls. Yeah. For their trip. But then the ones that would come from Alberta and then go down and come to California might hit one toll road. Yeah, it's very, very rare. I think there was two all the way. Yeah. So, like, maybe that's part of it. Uh, maybe, but it's just, my point is, my libertarian friends are going to be like, oh, he's advocating for a tax. Come on, whether it comes from the government or it comes from a private party, Amazon's charging me a toll to use their road and that you guys would agree is okay. Well, that's a tax still. I'm paying it to Amazon instead of the government. I don't care what you call it. Fee, tax, levy. It's all the same you thing. You want to know why libertarians are okay with tolls? Because if they don't want to pay that toll, they won't drive on that particular road. Exactly. Thank you. I wasn't going to go that much in depth, but thank you. So this guy's like, you know, duh. And I'm like, you know, you do realize that I asked the question for a very specific reason. I didn't ask the question because I didn't know literally what did we do before income taxes. The question was intended to get you to admit that we've, would you agree that we had excise taxes? and use taxes and he goes of course that's how they paid for things well okay then why did we need an income tax to pay for something that was already paid for 
Right. Well, there's here's this great argument. Well, there's more people, which means there's more people using those services, which means you're generating more money because there's more people. Well, no, that's not true. I go, just keep it simple, dude. If there's a hundred, if there's a hundred people and they each pay a dollar, you make a hundred dollars. If you increase that to a thousand people and you don't raise the price of the dollar, it's a thousand dollars, which is more than a hundred. Why? Because you increase the number of people. And every time you increase the number of people, you make more money. So don't tell me that it doesn't matter how many people there are. It only matters the price because that's not true. Well, then he goes, well, you know, you just don't understand that, you know, our police wouldn't have money and our schools wouldn't have money. And, you know, this wouldn't have money. And I'm like, that's not true. Like police. I thought about this. Use the police as an example. You pay like a. Police are districted, you know, just like they normally would be. Uh huh. And they cover this area. So either in your rent. Mortgage, like, you know, property tax bill or. um or lease, there's a fee that's going to go pay for the police department. Right. Again, it's a tax, but you're paying it to your landlord. I think the reason that it's interesting for taxes to be more local than federal is that, like, you're paying, you know that you're paying for those police to protect your neighborhood. And if you don't want to pay for those police to protect your neighborhood, you can move somewhere else where you like the police or you can move to an unincorporated area where there are no police. You get to make your own choice. But but the bigger thing there is that you can also choose to um, walk away. You can choose to walk away, like you said, but you could also wind up taking more ownership of your community, more pride in your community. It would certainly give a city council a lot more authority yes it would strengthen them quite a bit but then that's part of the problem i with think you also need to elect more of them yes because part of the problem with the idea is that it's too easy to be corrupt at that low level yeah so but anyway bro does does all that and i'm like well here's the thing if i don't have to pay the, the you know 35 percent income tax then i'm gonna save 35 grand per hundred thousand dollars and put that in my pocket but then which is a fuckload of i only drive the roads you know two to three times a week i don't drive the road seven days a week two to three times a week so i'm gonna pay so much money the guy that drives the roads 20 times a week is gonna pay more money well and those companies would be like whoa you want to drive on our road a lot here's a monthly pass and they would charge you even less Exactly. And it would it would work itself out. Exactly. And and things would get paid for. And the key is the government's making sure that our rights are being met, that nobody's discriminating against us because of any reason. Yeah. For instance. You would be a lot easier to do that because privately companies, they're not gonna want you don't like them, you can find somebody else and use their service. Yeah. What did we do? It's kind of like what we did with Lyft and Uber. We We used to we used to Uber all the time, and then we would Lyft once in a while. Oh, like that lady who wanted us to look at her weird mall. And we we got weird Uber drivers consecutively, like over a long period of time. Like 
the guy twice going to Santa Ana and a guy like, drives like a maniac. The and guy that was over. clearly smoking weed right before we got in the car. Yeah, like there's just so many, so many things. And so we switched to Lyft because we don't have those experiences with them. And I, I can't tell you why, because a lot of drivers drive both. We've had a couple of quote unquote entertaining Lyft experiences, but they've never been horrifying. I've never been asked to look at someone's oddly infected mole. So Ugh. I throw that out there, right? That, you know, we could pay for these things. Well, you know, um, what about school? I go, well, you know, that's another issue. Like people who don't have children, why are they paying 8% of their income tax to schools? And someone that has seven kids, why do they only pay 8% to the schools when the person with one kid pays 8% to the schools? How is that fair? Right. How is that equitable? It's not. It's wrong. And it borders, in my mind, borders on socialistic because you're basically forcing everybody to fund your education. But if you made the education have a certain price tag on it people are like, oh well people can't afford it well yeah you, you you can afford it because we'll charge you less money but you won't be paying income taxes so that's where the money comes from you're gonna have even a person making twenty five thousand dollars a year is gonna have an extra five grand to play with right and i think it's brilliant um but he argued with me and you know he turned out to be a decent person, not one of those crazies that like blocks you instantaneously and all that stuff. But that's the thing that I've noticed that I wanted to say that the major difference that I've noticed between the extreme right and the extreme left is that neither one is really willing to listen to what you have to say. Neither one. They give no but fun. the people on the left love making trying to make you look stupid. You know, oh, you're a tinfoil hat wearing libertarian. Oh, look at you. What do you know? You wouldn't know this if you. Oh, really? So explain to me how that would happen. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's exactly right. You have no idea. So shut the up. And I like the ones who are who call you an idiot and they call you stupid. And then they have. Oh, I don't have time to explain that to you. Yeah. Or no matter what side of the conversation you're on they tell you to go research the thing no i already researched the thing these are the conclusions i came to if you disagree with them kindly provide me yeah, with your research give me your reasoning. if you have any you freaking idiot well, and that's the thing that i you know that's a place where i get in trouble in society because in my brain you have to have a reason you cannot tell me that i'm wrong unless you have a reason Seems because reasonable. how can you make that judgment? If you can't point out to me what's right, then you can't tell me I'm wrong. That's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. It's a gauge, left or right. You have to decide. But you know, here we go. Back to the left-right thing. Right back to the damned right. But here's the thing. The right side people, they don't instantaneously block you after they yell and scream at you and call you names. The other people yell and scream at you and call you names, and then they block you. I have to say, the other day I encountered a lot of very right-wing people who were all about the yelling, screaming, and calling names. There was a post that said, I think I mentioned this in the other episode, it was talking about the people, whoever the people are who regulate who can give people a drug, Okay. have FDA changed the requirement to get the morning after pill, you know, the 72-hour uh -huh. whoops, I fucked up pill, mm -hmm. 
And uh, the people. Oh, my God. First off, Fox 11, Los Angeles, called it an abortion pill. Can I interject one small thing? Just teeny tiny thing? Sure. Either you're for the pill or you're against the pill. There is no percentage for it or against it. So a lot of conservatives are for the pill because to them, they don't see that as an abortion. Because, you know, a birth control pill in general is essentially a a birth control pill essentially is a weaker version of the plan B pill anyway. I mean, Mm -hmm. essentially, I mean, I'm cutting it to the bare bones, but you get what I'm saying. So they shouldn't be opposed to it. You can't just go, oh, well, this is going a little bit further. Too bad you are agreed that it was okay. So shut your mouth. Seriously. 72 hours after the after the intercourse is how long you have to take this pill. That yeah. is not a life. Right. Not a life. We don't disagree no, on that. Zero percent a life. We don't disagree on anyway, that. Anyway. And there are people, people who are religious that agree with us on that. There was these people having an absolute freaking cow. And I don't know if it's because... They only read the headline and saw that Fox was calling it an abortion pill. And they were obviously jumping to that third term abortion horrific conclusion that people are like eight and a half months pregnant. And they're like, "Mm, fuck this. I'm out. Let's take a pill. No more baby. That's not what it is. You're probably right about that, though. That's probably what yeah, they I know did. because people they never read just, the article. Yeah, they just read the headline and finished it. And even if they click through to the article, they don't read it. I know. They see abortion pill and they're just like, oh, my God, well, like, the like world I, is ending. Like I told you, I got asked a question about a public health emergency declaration. And I had already read about it like way back in March um, because, remember, he declared a state of emergency. And I was like, oh, crap, what does this mean? I looked it up and I had read this law. And then I was asked about my thought on that law. And it kind of seemed like that person saw the law differently than what the law was written as. And I remember taking my time and going back to the law and going, well, you know, maybe maybe I forget what it really says. Looked through it piece by piece, wrote down my notes piece by piece, got through the end, boom. I had what the law actually said, provided it, person agreed with me. That okay. is that is how you have an adult discussion, right? Hey, this is what I think. Well, here, here's why I don't think that's true. Enough said, no, this is why I don't think that's true, you D-head. You yeah, this, I don't understand you why we have to get to the personal attacks, or especially over things that are literally just a matter of opinion, like income tax. And, I, and I'm telling you. It's not racism. Right. Sorry, but there is a side not- of racism that you're on, and you're just a fucking dirtbag. Well, but there's but not a not side wrong. of income tax that you're on that makes you a dirtbag. No. Sorry, there isn't. No. And and the point is, you've tried it your way for a while and it hasn't worked. So how about we try it my way? That's kind of my attitude. You know, your way doesn't work. Let's try my way. Is there something wrong with that? Like, or does it have to be your way all the time? It that's, has to be my way all of the time. Unseen, that's a problem in any real world situation. I don't care. Relationship, business transaction. It can't be lopsided. There has to be. But I have to have it my way all of the time. That's that never works in a situation, in a real world situation. It's always a bad thing. You can keep saying it over and over, and I'm just gonna keep saying the same thing too. So we might want to just move on. 
How about that? But then we're doing it your way. No, we're doing it our way. <laughs> it's it's sad though that we've gotten to that place in society where one side has to argue. One side has to argue and then get insulting. The other side does it a lot too. But the f- one guy, they block you after they chastise you. I know. It's just so dumb. And the other side doesn't. No, they just keep chastising. And you want to talk about drama princesses, okay? You know how on Facebook, person's going to leave, you know, I'm leaving this group. Uh, you guys are a bunch of fascists. I'm getting out of here. I do not like this group. I am leaving this group. Please notice that I'm Bye. leaving this group. I am leaving this group. And it's always like a 15-page long message about why they're leaving the group. That is the type of post that is not in our rules of our community group that I'm just going to delete no questions asked. Yeah. Like, Goodbye. Like, come on. I mean, don't let the door hit you on the way out. But people do that kind of stuff well, on Twitter, what they do. Perfect example. Person said something about the income tax thing. I responded by saying, well, what did we do before income taxes? And they literally came back with, you're just a troll trying to stir up trouble. You know what? You're hashtag blocked. And I was like, wow, that's as dramatic, if not more dramatic than the I'm leaving post. (laughs) They weren't even creative enough to say hashtag by Felicia. No, hashtag blocked. That's hilarious. I've been blocked probably 17 times in the last six days. I don't think it's that few. And it's 100. No, it is. That I know of. <laughs> I'm talking about people I've interacted with. But I wonder sometimes, like, why the extreme left hits the block button so quickly, but the extreme right, they just think you're, they, they just don't even bother to listen to what you have to say. So they don't register what you have to say. So they don't get mad at you. So they just keep their mouth shut and move on. It is an interesting difference. But there are psychopaths on both sides that just block. Oh, you for- yes, there are. But but that goes back to our, our episode about extremes. I don't care what you do to the extreme. It's always bad. If you exercise to the extreme, it's bad. If you eat ice cream to the extreme, it's bad. The only exception to your rule of all extremes are bad is watermelon. Well, no, because watermelon <laughs> will upset your stomach to the extreme. Everything to the extreme is not good. I've never been able to eat enough watermelon that it wasn't awesome. Well, you're special. Um, <laughs> so we've learned this, that, you know, extreme left, extreme right. I don't care where you sit on the political spectrum. Those things are bad. B-A-D bad. And while there's slight differences between the two, they're still basically the same thing. You know, and that's the thing. We got to stop with this lesser of two evils crap. Let's have the lesser of 17 evils. So, like, next episode, we're going to talk about what we think is the right way to handle things. And I'm going to give you a glimpse of one little thing. Let's say that, let's admit that there are people who like Biden. Right. And let's say that there are people who like Trump. Right. Who knows how big or small those numbers are, who has more, who has less. Not even relevant for this discussion. Then there are those people who are going to vote for Trump because they can't stand Biden. 
And then there are those people who are going to vote for Biden because they can't stand Trump. Now, in both instances, the people voting for Trump because they can't stand Biden would never have voted for Trump. They hate that they have to vote for Trump, but they will not vote for Biden. So those, don't vote those for other people that vote for Biden instead of Trump because for the same very same reason they do it. Well, what if those people all voted for the third party choice? Dear Joe Biden supporters, there is an exponentially less rapey Joe you can vote for. Her name is Joe Jorgensen. Much better. 2020 libertarian candidate for president of the United States. She's a she, which is She's a, a woman. She's very smart. She's a psychologist. She has a PhD. Which is also an A+. Yep. She's very, very smart. She's well-spoken. She doesn't strong. have crazy tinfoil hat-wearing beliefs. She's done national campaign before in 1996. She was the um, vice presidential nominee. She just seems like a nice person. And we've met her. She's super nice. Okay, yeah, she was a nice person. Um, so... Just if everybody just wants you to know, like the people that go, ha, 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 uh, vote for this person is vote for that person. I would never vote for a Democrat or a Republican. Never. If the ballot, you, I've been asked this. If the ballot only had all Democrats, what would I do? Write my name in. If the ballot only had all Republicans, what would I do? Write my name in. If it was a mixture of both, what would I do? Can you write, write my, my name, name in? in? Sure. I think it'd be pretty rad. Sure. Why not? Um, It's not like it's going to count anyway. Um. <laughs> but like you know i'm just not doing it now if there's a republican a democrat and a green party i have to think about that and see what the green party person actually stands for probably not gonna like them but we'll see it's not really your jam most of the time All right we'll see so you know my point is you get to decide on your own which direction to go. You know what we've always recommended to people? Go to theisidewith.com, take the full quiz, answer the, all of the questions. The full quiz. It will tell you who you actually side with at a presidential level rather than you just deciding based on your how you voted the last well, 37,000 years. And the reason that that's important is, you know, we live in a representative demo, demo, um, democratic republic. And that means that, you know, we have people who we elect to represent our interests. And I side with matches your ideology with the answers that those candidates actually gave to the same questions you were asked. Right. It matches you up. And... You might be 95% with Mr. Whoever. You could be 99% Joe Biden. In that case, vote for Joe Biden. Exactly. Do it. It's it's a matter of Zero you're judgment. going to be better represented by the person that you're more aligned with. It doesn't have anything to do with them being a Democrat, Republican, because in the end, those people always vote in their own best interests. You know what's interesting? Always. I took the I side with before the 2016 presidential election and the person I got in top place was like 94% that I agreed with that person 94%. This time I took it and I the top was 83, the next closest underneath it was 62 and then the if you're going for <clears throat> um libertarian green 
Democrat and Republican, then it was like 42 and 35. Like, that's how I agreed with those four parties. I'm not telling you which was which. But like there was a big disparity and it was a lot less close to 100%, which I thought was interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. And I took the full quiz. I think that that site helps because it points out who you're more likely going to be better represented by, like who you agree with more. And that's what's really important. I tell my kids, vote for the person who you think is going to do the best good for you, your family, your career, your friends. That's who you vote for. And everybody does the same thing. And by doing that, they pick a person. I mean, and essentially, that's the that's the reason for approval voting. Approval voting just goes, here's five candidates. Pick the ones you think could do the job. Well, by doing that, they get this cross-section of, oh, well, 95% think this person can do the job, and 94% think this person can do the job. So the 95% guy, he's going to get the job. You know who would be rad? If instead of voting for a candidate, at the election boxy thing, you just took the I side with poll, all the questions. Yeah, on and, there, and your vote and then it was votes the top for person. You. It just yeah. votes for you. Do you know you can handle every issue with one giant long quiz? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and of course, they're going to say the problem is that you can manipulate the questions so you can get the answer that you want. But hey, I digress. I go off on a tangent like always. Usually. Now uh, that your tangent is done. But just remember, next time, we're going to talk to you. Next episode, we're going to talk to you about. I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) How we see the correct approach being. Oh, yeah. We kind of went there this time. You guys that listened a long time are really going to get to know who we are. And those of you who are new can use this next episode to get to know who we are. It'll probably be the only episode where I actually conclusively tell people where i live politically yep front row it's gonna be fun so with that that i have designated survivor to get back to and then i need to switch to something else so that i can actually sleep tonight so good night everyone hasta la bye bye brie thank you for listening to the nightly rant if you enjoyed the show please give us a five-star rating on apple Podcasts or google play If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.